We're dealing, we're on Masechet uh, Makot, Yud Bet, 12, and we're picking up on Yud Alf Mubet, around 1, 2, 3. Ten lines up, um, Amar Bai. And just say this, this Gemara, for the most part, is going to continue dealing with... Um, the the Kohen Gadol. Oh, it's gonna. It's also. We're also gonna be dealing with. Uh, uh, let me just actually. Uh, sorry. Um, no, it's gonna be dealing with the cities of refuge for the most part. Oh yeah, we're dealing with um, like if the Kohen Gadol died in the middle of the sentence. Remember we talked about that. If it was before the sentencing, then. The next Kongadol, before he before he's uh, sentenced, then the next Kongadol it goes by their death. If it's before, then it goes by that Kongadol's death. So we're going to be dealing a little bit with like the court cases and how, and the and the fate of the, the unintentional murderer. That's going to be kind of like a general topic here. And the next page, we're going to be dealing with two other Mishnas, which are, um, like let's say somebody killed somebody, they were already in the Irmiklat, they were already in the uh, city of refuge, and they killed somebody again there, unintentionally. Again. Yeah, where do they go then? Huh? That's a good discussion. Um, there's another, going to be another Mishnah there, so, and there's going to be a little discussion also, um, stretches from the end of Yud Al to Yud Bet, about trying to find, again, trying to find a city of refuge, and if you have uh, a tree, that's trunk is in the city of refuge, but its branches are outside the city of refuge, and uh, and the, the unintentional murderer is is at one at one of those areas. Let's say they're at the trunk or under the under the under the uh, inside next to the trunk, or they're outside underneath the the branches. So do we go by a tree? We say you know that's connected to because its trunk is in the city of refuge. We consider it as part of the city of refuge, and you protect even though you're standing outside of it or so not. The canopy. It's a yeah, canopy it's kind of, it's an extent, it's an extent. So that's going to, again, trying to find city of refuge. So this is going to be like the three, there's going to be two main topics, kind of just discussing like the fate of the unintentional murderer with regards to the, the, the stage of, of the sentencing. And in addition, trying to find the city of refuge. Okay. Um, so we're picking up here. Um, ten lines up so it says in the in the Mishnah, um, somebody who died, somebody who's, who was who was judgment. There were they were they they nigmardino umet. So they they uh, they were sent, their judgment was passed and, and then they died. So they didn't manage to get to this is the army clot. They, you know they were they had their court case, and uh, you know this, they, they had such a bad judgment that they fainted and they died. God forbid. So what do you do with that person? And is that uh, you know what do you do with where do you bury them? So it seems like I don't know. That seems like you you might say, well, he didn't get to never ended up getting there, so we got to get him there and and make sure that sentence happens. Or you could say, well, he died. So that's all. You know, what do you what do you care? Apparently they do care though. So they say here. Um, you still bring his his bones to the Irmi clot after he dies. So it's, I don't know. I have a little trouble with that, right? Because 
don't know. He got his judgment already. He died to some extent. When Jews died, we say in Hebrew, Niftarim. They, they, they're they're patul. They're absolved from the mitzvah. Yeah. So his his responsibility to mitzvot have ended. We, so it's why funny. Is we go, why see why they take him to the army yeah. then? But it's interesting. Nifter we actually usually use. At least I was. That was my tradition. Was it's for tzaddikim. We, when we used to talk about people being nifter, we used to talk about them. We held it for like a tzaddik was nifter. We used to mm-hmm. use it with tzaddikim. We used to talk about them being nifter, mm-hmm. not just the average person. A gva is also in the, you know? in the Torah. And I'm just wondering, it's not a tzaddik, but anyway. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, well, it doesn't say nifter here, so. No, no. Okay. Nitina nigmar dino umet. They take his his bones there. kohen. So I guess they take him there until, until the Kohen dies, I guess. It's kind of a... Maybe it's too... too um, the family of the, the person who was murdered feel, okay, he doesn't get to be buried near his family members. He's buried over there. Yeah. It's, it's more for yeah. them in some way. That's interesting. Yeah. To assuage... That, that makes sense? Mm-hmm. Tana, so let's say... Um, so let's say someone died. They were in the city of refuge, okay? The second case is someone's not... They didn't die in court or wherever before they got in there. They were in the city of refuge. And they died before the Kohen Gadol died. So they got sentenced. Uh, two years later, they died. And ten years later, the Kohen Gadol died. So what do you do after two years? Where do you bury them? So you would say... Uh, so so they're going to say that you don't bury them there. Kohen Gadol, you take them back to their ancestral heritage. So you take them there, um, I guess, because they already served their sentence to some extent. Yeah. yeah. Um, this could be like a, f- I don't know, maybe this could be a fourth reason. We said that, you know, it's punishment, it could be rehabilitation, it could be kapara, uh, it could be atonement. Maybe it's also like a warning. It's a warning to Am Yisrael, you know, so anybody even dies. Anybody who didn't even, who died and didn't even get to, they died already, we still take their bones there because we want to have some sort of warning that it's not, it's not okay to, uh, I don't know, maybe it's a... Well, it's also, for, as I said, I think also, I mean, that seems right, but it also seems like the family of the murdered person, they want to, you know, justice has to be seen to be done, not mm-hmm. just to be done. We don't want them to dig up his graves and desecrate them if he, they don't think he had a, his just dessert. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Everyone will know that, that family, that person. But couldn't they still go to the city and dig up the grave? I mean, yeah, like, but again, from his killing him. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, again, yeah. It's, it's kind of like they never let him. Everyone knows that guy was buried over. For, yeah, for for his, but also for the family of the murdered person to be able to say that guy, that's sob. He's never was buried in his familial plot because he. But I wonder if he gets buried there. there now. I mean, there's a I wonder if he's, it, exactly, it's it's so wonder if he's buried there forever, though. I think he's buried there. No, no, absolutely. But still, but still, but still he got his. He got something. We, we, uh, he was. That yeah. family has been. Shamed. And we talked about. It takes into account human nature. We remember we talked about. Yeah, it's just like interesting things. We brought all those reasons why. Remember, we brought those reasons why the Kong, why it's dependent on the Kong adult. Some of them don't work out. Like, it's the we don't know what the length of the punishment is. Uh, only God knows. God makes it until the time the Kohen Gadol dies. Well, I don't know. Is there punishment on the bones of the person? We don't know how long. You know, we keep them there. The bones there. I don't know. So, <coughs> all right. Um, so let's say you uh, you were sentenced, and all of a sudden they figured out uh, 
this Kohen Gadol, you know, this, this Rav HaRashi, he's uh, being indicted for all these uh, bad things, okay? Or the or deal, or whatever, not the deal. But you have a Kohen Gadol who uh, wasn't doing embezzlement or whatever, but he was, uh, he was not invalid Kohen, he was invalid Kohen, he was a halal. He was, a, he was Kohen Gadol for two years. You, someone got sentenced, and then they realized that Kohen Gadol isn't a real Kohen Gadol. He's, uh, he's His a, father was he's a Kohen Gadol. <laughs> Yeah, he's a Ben Grusha or Ben Chalutza. Right. So his, his father married a a, wit, uh, a divorcee or or um, Chalutza, and so he's a Halal and he's not considered a real Kohen Gadol. So what happens now? Do all the conversions, uh, all the conversions, do all the uh, do everything that? So what happens here? Chalomer Metakuna Metakuna. So it's as if we've moved on to. Uh, it's like the Kohen died from this moment. So if it's like the Kohen died from this moment, then you're free. But this other approach is like the exact opposite. Batlakuna. When you started, you never even had a Kohen. Because you never ever had a Kohen, you're going to be there forever. <laughs> because there was never a Kohen there, so you need to be there till the Kohen dies. But when you started, there was never a Kohen. So, so that's it. So you're there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. It's intense. Um, I, knew that's, I knew there was going to be a sigh. Okay. <laughs> So maybe we can connect this to the Machlok at Rabbi Yeshua and Rabbi Eliezer. That kind of puts it So you have here, what was this first view that it's uh, Meta, right? First view is it died. And uh, first view is it can't it invalidated the Kongadol after, after sentencing. Um, so first view is that it is Meta. And you're you're free, right? Mm-hmm. This one is you're stuck. Uh, now we're going to connect this to Rabbi Yeshua. This view to Rabbi Yeshua. This view to Rabbi Yeshua. Let's see what they say. Rabbi Yeshua says this is from another machloket. Haya Omed Umakriv. So there's a kongadol who a Cohen, not a kongadol. A Cohen was working with the Mizbeach, and then they found out. Hey, what are you doing there? You're, you know, we just uh, checked out your. We, we googled you. We saw that you're. You're the son of a uh, Ben Grusha. Yeah. So Ben Khalitsa. So you, you know, step off. You know, get off get off the don't don't be don't work don't work at the altar anymore. So what do we do with all your other korbanot that you brought though? What what's their status? So according to um, Rabbi Eliezer, he says that all the other ones are are Psulim. All your korbanot, every all the korbanot, all the all the other invalid, all the previous Sacrifices that you brought. Rabbi Yeshua says they're other oh, they're kasher from now on. Uh, everything you do, it's consistent. So, so it works out nice. This is like you know, it's as if you died from now on. This is like they were always. Manda um, mar meta. One of the person says meta ki Rabbi Yeshua. Manda mar betila Rabbi Eliezer. That's the first take on this. But now they're going to say no. Both of them can work according to Rabbi Yeshua. Both of them can work according to Rabbi Yeshua. So they're going to say, Rabbi Yeshua didn't say this. Didn't say the statement that it's machshir for everything. He just said it's machshir for um, the case that he was talking about, but not for our case. Okay. Uh, let's see what he says. Everyone agrees with Eliezer holds what he holds. He pligei lebed Rabbi Yeshua. Madamar betila. So the person says betila. So, this is uh, when Rabbi Yeshua says it's kosher, he says it's only for sacrifices. Because 
There's a pasuk that teaches us that everything they brought, uh, God will bless, nevertheless. We, we can't extend that that's far, though. Um, this second Amor says you can't extend that to every, not to everything else. Uh, only, yeah, only sacrifices. And this is for everything else. So, uh, when you say, Rabbi Shua says, it's kosher, for meaning someone was, was doing korbanot. And we say that everything he did earlier worked. So we say that that's, Rabbi Shua maybe only said that with regards to sacrifices. Because there's a pasuk that says, Rabbi Yeshua says, when it comes to everything else, a person, an invalid Kohen, it wouldn't work. And therefore, um, if there was an invalid Kohen Gadol, became um, invalid, even for retro- retroactively, it would consider everything, um, would, would be, uh, it, it wouldn't consider if there was a Kohen at all. And therefore, um, the person would be stuck. The question is like, what's the difference between korbanot? Is it just because it's a technical thing? If there's a pasuk, and then I don't know, maybe there's something unique to sacrifices that be, if a kohen who was invalid brought a sacrifice, it still counted, as opposed to everything else, every other law that if the kohen was found invalidated, his previous actions are not considered uh, like a kohan kohanic acts. I don't know, or, or not considered worthy acts. Well, the when the Kohen is bringing sacrifices, he's bringing sacrifices in for the, the, the people have brought. Yeah. So they have a connection to it. So so the, it's a, so it, it I don't want to say it doesn't matter who the Kohen is. He's like a shaliyah. He's a shaliyah of the per, of the people who brought the korban. The korban hasn't been. It's not his. I mean, it's his in the mm-hmm. sense they gave it truma, but it's it's really the person who uh, gave it. Interesting. So he's just the conduit, if you will. Mm-hmm. Interesting, yeah. I mean, so that, so, yeah, it's interesting as far. So it's yeah. different than. Cool. So, good. Um, here's Nigmardino. Uh, okay, uh, Nigmardino. Which which uh, pieces is talking about? It's talking about uh, Nigmardino below Kohengadol. So, in the Mishnah it says, if if there the judgment happened, there was no Kohengadol at all, or a Kohengadol um, was killed, and he didn't die on his own. Or a kohen killed somebody else. All these cases um, make it as if uh, you can you can't leave the Irmiklat. because if there was no kohen that's the kind of case we saw according to one opinion. Um, and if and if the kohen was killed, they didn't get they didn't die he didn't die on his own, and so that that might work according to as far that God sets up the time that your punishment will work exactly when the kohen dies. But if someone else intervened and killed the kohen then that might not. Might not. Um, okay. So Amar of Yehuda Amarav Shteitav Yotah Yoav Beotasha'a Yoav Yoav was when David Melech died, he gave all these. Uh, he settled the scores in the beginning of um, what was it? Melachim. Beginning of Melachim. He said. He said. He said. Shlomo, um, I have a few people I want to take care of before I go. That, that, when, when I go, we read that as a haftorah. Yeah. And I always thought it's like. Like the last scene from The Godfather, uh, yeah. you know, it's like this guy, oh, right. he's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this guy, he doesn't yeah, die yeah. on his own. So he said, "Yoav, uh, take care of him. Take care of him." Uh, so, uh, he doesn't even say take care of him. You'll know how to deal with yeah. him. <laughs> You'll know how to deal. So, Amar Yehuda Amar Av, but but Yoav, so Yoav kind of escaped. Um, 
and he held on to the altar to try to try to, try to save himself. And there's a concept that if, if uh, someone, so we're going to see who it is, but if, if there is a holding on to the altar, that can be like a, like a, uh, not quasi, but like an actual, or a city of refuge, like a place of refuge. But he did it the wrong way. Um, so, so he, he tried to find refuge on the Mizbeach. Ta'a, <coughs> and that's, where does that appear? That's in, um, so only the top of it is if you hold on to the top of it you're you're saved but if you hold on to the to like the corners of the sides <coughs> that you don't get <coughs> you don't get refuge in that in that manner and another one he did um, but he he grabbed on to the to the Mizbech of Shiloh and not from the like the, the more permanent uh, altar, and that only the more permanent altar—that's the one that provides refuge. So, if you, uh, refuge equals you're a city of city of refuge, um, semicolon uh, altar in the permanent temple on its top. Those are the two forms of, of refuge. Um, okay. Um, the immortal is based on this bus. You know the sacred land where you can't kill someone. Mm. You know the immortal. The, you know the, the, the you know the series. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I didn't see that one. So. Uh, let's check it's, worth, it's worth checking out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, Rishlakis. While we're talking about mistakes and in, in cities refuge, Rishlakis offers um, uh, something a little interesting piece here on the Saro Shalromi, the the angel of the, the of of Rome, in the future. So Rashi talks a little bit about this Saro Sharomi. You see that? It's uh, it's like six lines down from the top to the right on Rashi. Six down at the top of the Gemara, but to the right in Rashi. Samael Shivrach Levatra. So the, in, in the future, there's going to Samael is going to be like this angel. It's going to escape to Batra. So when when it's time for Rome to go down, um, it's first God's first going to go to the to the angel. Usually, you know, God, the angel is destroyed, then the, then the nation is, uh, then then the, that whole um, empire, it, its fate is is uh, is whatever doomed. So So he went to escape, just like y'all been to escape. So the sar, uh, he went to escape, but he didn't just make two mistakes; he made three mistakes. Um, so let's read that. Um Rish Lakis Shah Shoshtayot Atid Sarosha Romilitot Kriktiv. Mize Bami Adam Hamut Gadim Batra. So he's coming from Batra, so he went to Batra. Tueshi Nakoleta Ella Bat Betzer. So he made a mistake. He thought it was he went to Batra, but it's really only Betzer is, is one of the Irmiklat. Remember we learned that? One of the uh, one of the names of the six Aramiklat of the six cities refuge, one of them is Betzer, from what I recall. And uh, so he went to this place called Batra. He's going to go to this place called Batra, and that's a mistake. So that's unfortunate, you know. Oh man, I wrong. I put the wrong number into the G- wrong, wrong wrong place in the GPS. Once I did that in, in, in New York, I went to Yeshiva Chovei Torah. It's my Yeshiva, but there's there's this like Haredi one in Brooklyn. Put in my GPS, and I ended up uh, in Brooklyn because it's my first time ever there. I was like, this isn't this isn't like the progressive. Did you like the pictures? Torah. I was like, where's Rabbi Weiss? I'll be like, anyway. So he put in Batra and he got to there and that was his mistake. Um, okay. 
So he was uh, amazing, and it's only Colette Shogeg, only, only observed since people who are unintentional. And he also thought, um, and, and just uh, like a small little detail, by the way, um, cities of refuge only absorb people and not angels. So nice try, buddy. So I don't, there's something going on there, but uh, I didn't look too deep into that part. Okay, Amar Abiyabahu. So we're going to go a little bit into, um, we're going to talk a little bit here about um, just the same concept we went to before, like what's the nature, right? So right now we talked about, um, uh, what did we talk about so far? We talked about a little bit about uh, Meta and Betila, like the, the status of the coins. Now we're going to talk a little bit about the Irmiklat itself. Um, and we talked about earlier that in the previous daf, which was the nature of the Irmiklat, if you understand as like a redemptive uh, reality, and you want to kind of set up the situation there where uh, the, the person can get better, they can rehabilitate. Zakanim. Uh, yeah, exactly. Zakanim. It can't be a lot of, the majority is Rotzkim. So here's another one. Um, and we talked about burial before. You can't just use them as a, as a, as a cemetery. So that the, these Migrashim of the Levi'im, which are the cities of refuge, they should be for their animals, for their property, for all their li- for all their livestock. So Hayatam, they're darshaning. So it's for life. You have to have life there. Not I think it's the same idea. Like you should have like it should be not a place of death, it should be a place of life. So it can encourage more life on the side of the unintentional murder. So they're gonna bring a a, a which is always a tinaitic source, and they're bringing a contradiction. Um, also, rimun, who is another word for that. But when you say matkif, it's it's from Sfara, just so you know that. Metive, shama, shamtia dirato, shamtia mitato, shamtia kvorato. So apparently, you it says shama, and you learn out that there you there you bury the the uh, the there the person goes the um, what's it called the uh, unintentional murderer and. There they there they live, uh, and there, and this is there they uh, there there they die, and there they also get buried. So say so. There's a difference between somebody who's an unintentional murderer. There there they uh, there they get buried because that's what Torah, the Torah told us. But anybody else, it's not like a cemetery for everybody else. But it's interesting here because then we say that once if they if they died there, then they get buried somewhere else. When so it could be talking about that they died. Um, at before they even got there, then you take them there and you bury them there. Yeah. Or, or certainly, or in the course of their, or uh, until the Kohen Gadol dies. Until the ah, yeah. right. That's, that's their goal. natural. That's good. Yeah, you're right. <clears throat> um, okay. So we saw here, <clears throat> um, just like the city is uh, absorbed. What does it say? Hmm. Kshem So. So too does, so we're going to have a little discussion here now. Again, we're, we're still defining the contours of the Irmi Klat. So we saw just now that, um, that uh, well, before we're talking about the nature of it, that you can't, you can't bury people here. Now we're going to talk about the idea of the Tchum. So we talked about, like, it, it extends to the Tchum, the uh, uh, 2,000 Amod Al. That's also, um, someone can get, a, if, they're, if they get to that, that location, they're absorbed into the city of refuge and they, they can't be killed by the blood avenger. So... The Mishnah talks about that, and it says, uh, So, here's a, a contradiction. So, on one hand, it says it, it, it absorbs you. On the other hand, maybe someone can hear can reconcile it. One hand says it absorbs you. It collects you. I'm, I'm helping you here. Another one says, But you can sit, but you, you, 
you can sit in it in the city of refuge, but not in the tchum. So it seems like it's a contradiction. Anybody have a thought on how to well, reconcile it? No, 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 because it, it extends out 2,000 amos in terms of being in the perimeter, but because it's your shop, you're not li- you, can't, you can't set up tent, yeah. literally, yeah. and the border. You yeah. have to be Once in, you get there, you're, you right. know, we welcome you in, but it's like, you know, it's like if you're, you don't at, the, buy a home you're at the last stretch of, of the race, and it's like, you know, everyone's cheering you on in that last stretch, but it's right. like you're not there, but... If you're like you're almost there, right. but once you get in, once you finish go over the, the line, the finish line, then you really finish the race. So, so you can't just like so that's the same thing here. So, um, here to, it's get absorbed, meaning in the case of uh, outside the tchum, uh, in the tchum, you get absorbed, but you only can live inside the city. So we could learn out, so this idea of, of that you can't, why do we have to learn out from here? You could learn out that you can live, <coughs> you can't. You can only live inside of the town from another source. Here's the source. You can't like flip around all these things. Uh, they all have to, they all serve their own purpose. So if you have a, um, if you have a Migrash, um, you can't turn a Migrash into a city. So you see here the open, open area and the city, they're not the same thing. They're separate. And only a city is considered an Irmiklat. Anything else in the outside area is not. So from there you can learn that you can't live outside of the, outside of the, of the town. So why do you need this pasuk to tell me, this, this, this teaching to team, tell me that 22,000 Amot outside, I can't live there. I already have the statement that says you can't make a city on Migrash. So only the city is the place where you live. So they're going to answer, and this is, um, so when you see this idea of, uh, there's a limud of lo tchum, you know, it, it, you, you, about tchuma, it's going to say, what was what that limud? Amar of Sheshet, lo nitzucha el mechilot. So when we have this limud, where is it here? So it says, when the Mishnah says, and the Mishnah says, tchuma, its tchum is also absorbs, the 2000 amot. It's not talking about, we know that from another place. You know that you can't make a city a migrash, so only the city. Uh, wait. You can't make a migrash a city. You can't make a city. So from there, so so according to that, you would need. Uh, so you need to go into the. You need to go into the city. Right. So, but then you would need the limud of tchumat now. If you think that tchumat gives you protection, you might think that it's also okay to build something there, because obviously you're only protected when you're in an Aramic lot, so you might derive that it's also capable of being a city, because it gives you protection. So it has to be very clear that it's only temporary. We have a limud here. We have a limud here that says you can't make a mikrash, uh, an open area into a, a city. city. Right. And so for what I, for, but I wouldn't have known from that that, that I can't so I would have said that you can't, a tchum wouldn't count, I would say. Oh, maybe because the city is the, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, that's well, Sirashi. I'm not, I'm not sure what the, what the problem is. One second. Uh, it's why is it also staying there, I think is what you're saying. Why is it necessary to state that? Because we know that you can't build a city. Let's read this Rashi, maybe we'll get it from here. Um, you don't make a sadeh of a levi'im into a migrash. Uh, into, into a migrash. Right. 
Hakitzad el hamami grasha imbo lo bai velosadeva shar sadoda kormim. I don't know. Is there some sort of limud here? I have to go over it again. But um, that we we have from the source that you don't make a migrasha ear. We know from there that uh, you don't, we we wouldn't we wouldn't have needed the learning of tchum that that that, it, that you can that the tchum absorb. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, I got it. I'm sorry. So we learned that you can't live the the. So you guys, happy sorry, I just got confused. You guys knew this already. Um, the the rotzeh, the uh, unintentional murder, can't live in the tomb. But we we already learned that because you can't make a town into a into an open area. Okay, good. So why do we need that limud of tomb? That's for all the whole other thing. You might have thought that you could live um, in a tomb, but not above ground or underground. Uh, if that was underground, because that's not a migrash. That's mm-hmm. under the migrash. So, so they come to say that's what the Mishnah was. Mishnah said tchum. That's what it meant. It meant tunnels. So that's like a creative thing. I mean, I don't know. Okay, good. I just got confused a little bit there, but I'm back. The thing of it is, though, that's not totally crazy in their context. Uh, you go to Israel now. You see, in places where certainly for bre- for burial, yeah, for burial, people dug tunnels and fairly, you know, uh, catacombs and. Yeah. And, you know, in Rome, people lived in the catacombs. So. Yeah, it's often where they would go if they were being invaded. That's right. And and partly it was good because the climate was constant and cooler. And so it's, it's to us, it's, yeah, it, it seems crazy yeah, to us, but it's not crazy true. at all to live mm-hmm. under the... Yeah. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good, thank you. Um, all right. <clears throat> Tanaram. Um, um Okay, so we're going to see discussions here on um, the Blood Avenger. We saw this in the, in the end of the Mishnah. Um, if you look, so if you look at the end of the Mishnah, it says uh, someone who killed, <coughs> someone the unintentional murder went out of the tchum, okay, and the Goladam found him. So there's a machloket. Rabbi Yosegli says it's a mitzvah. Uh, the Goladam is a mitzvah to kill kill him. It's a mitzvah. If you find him, go go kill him. Um, and everybody else has a shoot. They they are they're allowed to kill him, which is that's a chiddush kind of right. Um, Rabbi Akiva said, no. Somebody, if if the person, if the rotzeach leaves, if the murderer, unjust murderer leaves the tchum, so uh, the goal, the blood avenger is allowed to kill him, but it's not a mitzvah. It's not imperative to go kill him, and everybody else is not allowed to touch. So that's the that's the two opinions. Um, all right. So we're able to hold those in our head. Uh, Rabbi Rabbi Yossi Aguli says it's a mitzvah. And uh, Rabbi Akiva says that it's a reshut, it's permission. Okay. Uh, so here's... So we're bringing this again. Ratan Ramanan. Ratzach gol adam et ratzach. Mitzvah biya gol adam. In gol adam, reshut biya gol adam. So if there's not a gol adam, so that's, that's a little bit of a clarification. Not just anybody can just do it. If there's no Gwela Adam, somebody ha- might have to take care of this person. So somebody else is allowed to do it. If somebody else kills him, then they're Hayav on that. It's like it's a classic murder. <clears throat> so what's the reason of uh, what's the reasoning of Ariosikli that he says it's a mitzvah? So he says uh, says is it say in the Pasuk, Imratzach? So if you look, the pasuk is by me, bar thirty-five twenty-seven. You have it here, and it's on the next page. It says, "And the blood avenger." It's like you know, it's five lines up from the bottom on the next page. 
Uh, and the blood avenger finds him outside the limits of a city of refuge, and the blood avenger slays the murderer. He has no blood. So it says, So this is, doesn't say if the Gualadam, if the blood avenger murdered, but rather it says the blood avenger murdered. So for me, he goes, it's a mitzvah. You can argue otherwise, right? You could say uh, it's talking, it's describing a situation. You could, you could say it's not, not a, like a, a mitzvah. Per se, that's how he's understanding the possible. Mm-hmm. But the, the, the opposing view is going to say the opposite. Um, <clears throat> so he's saying Rabbi Akiva says, "Well, does it say uh, that they should kill Yirtzach? It doesn't say that, that it's not doesn't, like it's not mitzvah aseh. You should kill them. It says describing a it's not prescriptive. It's descriptive. That's what he would say." Well, in the course of human events, yeah, you find them, you kill them. Yeah, or yeah, you you can kill them. Right. You don't have to kill them. Right. Uh, so I, I'm leaning. I lean a little bit more towards uh, uh, Rabbi Kiva's approach. I don't know. It just sounds like it's not saying it like in a positive way. You have to do this. Okay. So now we have a third approach. <coughs> we had. <coughs> we had. Um, but you know the. It says it's a mitzvah. We have Rabbi Akiva who says it's a reshut, it's permission. Then we have who's the other person? Kalili. Uh, is it Rabbi Eliezer? Akiva. Is there a name? Rabbi Zutra. Yeah. Marzu. Oh yeah. Marav. But says it's a chutzukim. It's a go adam. We're going to ragav. I says it's marzu. This is a amora, but probably saying the name of somebody. So it's uh it's it's forbidden. It's forbidden for a goal adam to kill to kill the blood of, uh, to the unintentional murder when they left. It's like a, it's a, mm-hmm. what's what's up with that? We we saw in the pasuk it says ratzach you can kill him. So how, mm-hmm. how does that even work out? <clears throat> Come on, who's that like? Look Rabbi Yosef, look Rabbi Akiva, because they said mitzvah reshut. Hudamar Kihaitan. So there is a there is a there is a uh, Tana that says this. Uh, this is Rabbi Eliezer. And what's this? What's the approach? Adam Dolifnei Aidal Mishpat. Matamulifnei Lefishenem Arvatzach Kol Adam Etorzeh Chomiyat Temulamar Adam Dolifnei Aidal Mishpat. There's a pasuk earlier here, so all the way up here um, in thirty-five twelve in in thirty-seven twelve. Thirty-five, twelve. It's like three, four lines up from the bottom of the first page. These cities shall serve you as a refuge for an avenger, so that the murderer shall not die until he stands in judgment before the congregation. So when Rabbi Eliezer said that he, he anybody, a goel adam, uh, a blood avenger, uh, is is liable if he kills or, she, or maybe she kills uh, an unintentional murderer, that case was was when there wasn't any, it wasn't proper. Judgment yet it didn't go through the court pro- process of the court, the court process, mm-hmm. judicial process. Meaning, you can't just like the person steps out. Oh, you stepped out. You know, one foot stepped out. I can kill you now. Once they step out, and then the court, uh, and then the court the deems that you can go murder them. Like then, then you're then the blood avenger is allowed to murder because the court has determined that he is Vishkaga. The court has already determined that he's Vishkaga yes. beforehand. I think there's another judgment that goes on after he comes out. Where the where the court gives him permission to to kill the unintentional murderer. That's how I'm understanding it. Uh, it says uh, here these cities of civilization are just that murder should not die until he stands in judgment for the congregation. Ah, oh, you're saying just talking about the first judgment. I mean, there, there's the period of time where the 
the, the unintentional murder uh-huh. has not been deemed an unintentional murder oh, by good. the court. Okay. He's just run to the city of refuge oh, okay. to await his trial. Okay. That's probably that situation. Now he comes be, out. He hasn't been judged yet. Yeah. Right. But if he already had his judgment and he was there and he came out, then... then that's a different story. Good. You understood that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's, thanks. That, that was, yeah. Um, yeah, good. Shukar. Um Rabbi Akiva, what do they do with that pasuk? They lose it for a whole different thing. My darshi we buy for a whole different thing. We could have need that for a brighter. Rabbi Akiva, So if a Sanhedrin saw um, saw somebody murder. Um, they can't be. They can't serve as a as a as a as judges over that case. They can't reside over that case. Uh, they can't. They can't judge that case. Uh, rather, they send it to another sanitarian, and that's how. That's what they do with that pasuk. Mm-hmm. So they they don't they don't learn it that way. So according to them, so what is it? So what's the limit according to them? What you, according to what you're saying that if he, even if he's there and he steps out, even if there wasn't judgment, then then he's still killed. I guess yeah. I got it. I mean, no. how can no. that, how can he how can he be liable to be anyway? It's a little hard. I mean, they'll have to judge because now if he got killed, you have to judge whether or not the person who killed him, the goyel adam, is a goyel adam, or is he just a plain murderer? Yeah, they said that. All right, it, right. We still. Yeah, yeah. A thinks that B killed one of his family members, albeit unintentionally. So A kills B. But B hasn't been judged as a goyal adam yet. Right. Maybe A killed B because he just wanted to murder him. Well, that's murder either way. No, not if, not if it turns out that, that, if that it B... Turns out. Right, so, so, the, so the court's going to have to determine whether B was actually an unintentional murder so that they know what to do with A. Right, right. But that's a shot. So I don't, I don't, understand. I don't understand. But you have to learn it from a pasuk. Right. And if you learn it from one pasuk, then what do you do with the other pasuk? Let's read this. The Gemara answers, Rav states it's really good. And the murder shall not die. Is One might have thought that the blood redeemer may murder, may, may murder him immediately. Therefore, the verse says, until he stands before coming to judgment, from which is derived that the blood redeemer may kill the murderer only after he's convicted in court. Yeah. Right. So he gets his day in court, yeah. and then when he's become... So what does Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Yossi really say? That... The blood avenger can kill him even if he didn't get his day in court. No, now no, now he's, he's had his day in court. Now he comes out of the city yeah. of refuge. Yeah. So he is definitely a, now the court has determined he's a. So then there's nothing left to do. If he comes, I mean, the if judge, he comes out of the tchum, that's now the question is: he comes out of the tchum. We know right. that he's been determined to be a, a, a bishkaga. He's an unintentional murderer. What does Rabbi Akiva and what does Rabbi Yossi say? About the Goyal Adam can now it's so, two years later. So what do they say? Well, it seems like Rabbi Akiva says it's Rashut, and it seems like Rabbi Yossi uh, is saying no, it's a mitzvah. See, I don't understand why, why there's a chiddush because if he's outside the chum, that's the whole that within the chum is what's exactly in the chum. Mm-hmm. Once you're at the chum, there's no issue of miklat. No, yeah. no, there is. No, outside no, no. the tchum. Outside, no, no, there's outside the outside tchum. There's no issue yeah. of miklat, but the question is, do you have an obligation? Yeah. Does the blood avenger have right. an obligation Correct. to yeah. kill him? Right. So that's what we're going back. It has nothing yeah. to do... Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah. because here's yeah. the thing. If I just... We're conflating things. Yeah, yeah I, was, I was complaining. We're conflating I, I, things. Yeah, the question is the mitzvah, whether it's a chiyuv 
It's a mitzvah or there's rishus. Right. That's the whole debate. It has yeah. nothing to do. Yeah, I was connecting a little bit to the sentence, but I think yeah. I, that's I, what, I think I could yeah. think that through a okay. little bit. But I, I'm, I want to like. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, okay. Tana Ranan. Im yatsa yitzeh. Haratzeh ainli ele bemezid. Shogig minai. Let's say somebody left the city of refuge by accident. Right? If they left bemezid, then they get killed. But if they left. Shogeg, what's their what's their uh, what's their judge? What's their what's the law? Can you just can you kill them or can the blood avenger kill them or not? Tamulamar imyatsoyatse mi koma kom. Any any type any any form of leaving, it still uh, makes them liable to be to be killed. It allows the blood avenger to avenge the blood of their uh, close one. But Tanya, so but there's a bright this to something else. Shogeg gole, so somebody who amazed, someone left. Uh, somebody who left b'mezid, so they get killed. Somebody left b'shogeg, so we uh, we send them back. We go there. We send them back to where they where they came, and they, they're not they're not we're not you're not allowed, the bell avenger's not allowed to kill them. So it seems like there's a machloket. Lo kashi hakaman amar amina tara dibra b'shonadam dibra tara b'shonadam hakaman amar lo amra lo amina dibra tara b'shonadam. So when it says yatso yatse, yeah. So is it talking about mamish? Like this is a, is it is it, again? Is it? I think is is it, is it uh, prescriptive or is it descriptive? Like is it is it yetsoyet says giving you a, a halacha which is no matter what, even if they went b'shogeg or mezi, all kinds of yetsiyot, that's you're you can kill the, the, the uh, unintentional murder. Or is it just talking about like how people talk? That's how people talk yetsoyet said, but it's not mamish. It doesn't really mean every yetsiyah. People say it, so it's, uh, it's, it's the language of B'nai Adam. So if you say the Torah is the speaking language of B'nai Adam, of individuals, some people t- talk like that, but it's not saying that every type of Yetziah, every type of exit, uh, exodus out of, the, out of the city is considered, uh, like, a, a make you prone to being killed. So, so, um, so the Brighter that says that, um, it's, that you are Gole and you're not killed, that's just, that, that one holds that the Torah talks in the language of, of people. Um, so let's see. Amar by mistab by command. Amar di brat tarak l'shem bnei adam. Shleya sofo chamor. So okay. Again, the mar damrin di brat tarak l'shem bnei adam. Ha command amar lo amrin di brat tarak l'shem bnei adam. So you ever got that? So if the Torah is speaking like the language of people, so it would it would just be specifically people who went out intentionally. It's speaking about the language of like the Torah. This is like the Torah is being exact. So every yitziah. Okay. So Abai says something that I had a question on. Abai says, well, this makes sense. If if someone killed, what's their punishment? Someone killed unintentionally, they get they get exiled. They kill intentionally, they're they're, they're murdered. So what, so why would their end be worse than their beginning? If you say their end is they they go out intentionally, they're killed, and they go out unintentionally, they're also killed. So that doesn't work out logically. If the, if you, the fur, your the punishment itself is is less than like the if if you your original punishment was if you did if you did the killing unintentionally, you just get exile. Then we say, if you left the town unintentionally, you get killed. That seems like it's worse than the original punishment. So it doesn't make sense, he's saying. That's what he says here. Um, right? It means that only for, um, not for every type of yetziah. Shogeg is not uh, murder. When you leave, if you leave the town, shogeg is not murder. Why? If you did, it wouldn't make sense. Uh, you, someone could ask though. You could say that um, you know, if, if you if you have, you're on probation and you 
you have another infraction, you get a worse punishment. So you did one thing, and you got Galus to get into there. Uh, you got Galus, that was your showing you. But now that you did an, another thing, yeah. so we so make your punishment more come more. In common, so I don't know. It's, you know, you'd say to him, look, buddy, we're giving you a break. It was an accident. Yeah, don't stay do it there. again. Exactly. No, no, we're saying stay there. Now, be just the only thing you have to do is make sure you don't leave the place. And now you leave the place... I don't care. All bets are off. You should have. You should have had. That's a, that's what I'm saying. I, I, there's some onus on you. I agree with that. I connect with that. So I that's think. not but such they, a. I know they they left it. They that's think. not like piling on. That's sort of like those are the the terms of your confinement. But nevertheless, you're disagreeing be, with. Right, no, I am. But there could be situations where unintentionally left. I mean, there he went on. Someone took him. What if someone took? someone took him, and that's 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 beyond his control. That's not shell gig. That's onus. That's onus. You're doing work on one of the walls. Uh, you know, they're, they're building. They got lost on a high yeah, building on irrigation. They have some sort of liability I mean, though here. When you left under with some sort of liability, so I don't know if it's like intuitive that because if your original punishment was light, then this one should be equally as light. I mean, this is the second thing you've already doing wrong. I mean, you're saying it might not be completely wrong, but still has to be some sort of wrong doing here in order for you to get some sort of. All right, let's. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 Um, okay. <laughs> So you disagree? That's cool. So you, someone you found a way to make a buy, back up a buy. Okay. Avsharag Beno. So okay, here's an interesting question. So we're talking about um, talking about again. We're talking about the topic of uh, of I guess you know Goel Adam and Rotzeach. So here's a case where an Av who killed his God forbid uh, killed his son. Um, now Sharag Beno Nasalo Goel Hadam. So uh, a father, a father, a father who, sorry, Tanachara, Av Sharag, Benonasa Logoladam, Aim Benonasa Logoladam. So if, so if the father killed, I guess, one of the sons, if the father killed one of the sons, or if the father, I guess, killed one of the sons, then another son can become a blood avenger. Can that happen or not? I think that's the case here. So it has to be a case where um, the, the son's family member got killed. So I guess the father killed another son. The son becomes a blood avenger. Another bright just says, A son can't become a blood avenger with his father. So we could say that the person who says that the Beno becomes a uh, a goel adam that's uh, that is uh, Rabbi I guess Rabbi Yosegliu says a mitzvah then adam that could be Rabbi Akiva that says it's not a mitzvah but it's a reshut so that's the way to understand it but still that's uh, pretty pretty crazy that's what they're going to say yeah, yeah. they're going to say it is pretty crazy Bahama Rabbi Baravuna for everything, you can't become a shliach to do something to your father. Um, uh, aside from if your father, if the father is macy, because the Torah says lo tachmov lo If they're trying to like bring people against the Torah, you know, to stray people off the off the path with serving idols and stuff, there's a special pasuk lo tachmov lo So even according to Rabbi Akiva, we says it's reshut, it wouldn't work out. We can't. We can't. You have to have a. a, a it, a son can't do this; these things. So, elokasha, habibno, habibemno. So, we have this statement that they're when when they're saying Rabbi uh, Rabbi Yossi, when we're trying to say that Rabbi Yosef Glili and Rabbi Akiva would say that the son 
we could find a, we could understand these prices that the son would do it. It's not talking about the son mom. It's talking about the grandson. Mm-hmm. The grandson can be a goladam. Banim shel banim kebanim. Yeah, banim here. Banim shel banim, not loke banim. Here. Are you saying to to be a blood avenger? But not to, but if it was a Ben Mamash, then they wouldn't be able to be a blood. But avenger. to be a blood avenger, the, yeah. yeah. So, so the Torah can say they he can yeah. say Al Bano, oh, yeah. but be referring to the grandson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, seriously, okay. Here's a whole other topic. We're about to talk about now defining what a Yermiklat is, what a city of refuge is. Elon. So there's a a, a a tree. It's in the middle of the tomb, okay, and it's nof. It's it's branches go outside the tomb. Uh, so, or the tree trunk is outside the tomb, and its branches go inside the tomb. So, so the question is, where, where, how do we establish the tomb based on the tree? Let's take a picture of this here. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's clear. Um, so they say here, uh, Everything goes according to the the, the, the branches. That's it's called what, air rights. We learn from this the whole concept of air rights. Mm-hmm. Everything under the. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. So that's the laws. Remember, like, no. Uh, no. Uh, it's for city of That's the. Uh, oh, excuse me. Okay. Ilan shu med. Okay. Raminus. They bring a contradiction in that. Ilan shu med. Betoch. Betoch apnim. Benotelachutz or mebachutz and telifnim. We can neger a chomal ifnim. The kifnim. We can neger a chomal lachutz kilachutz. Okay. So they bring a they bring a contradiction for maser sheni. You have to bring maser sheni to Jerusalem. Okay. So you can't eat the maser sheni outside of, of the walls. But you can eat it inside the walls. Or redeem it, or whatever. So, if there was a tree standing uh, inside, and and it, and it spread outside, or it was outside, and it spread inside, um, wherever it was in relation to the, if it was, if it, if the, if the tree was planted inside of the of the walls, so it's considered that the tree is inside the walls. Ifnim. So it doesn't matter where it's. It goes by where it's planted, not by where its branches where reach up. It's actually. I think it goes by where its where its root is, not where its branches. That's the. No, but the branches only count if it's planted in the border. Yeah, let's say so. It, I think it, well, how I'm understanding this is if the tree is planted inside the wall of Jerusalem. Uh, and uh, yeah, then the branches would would, would considered be considered yeah, inside because it's where the where the main. Yeah, where the main, main right. where it's so, coming. Yeah, yeah. So even if the branches are on the outside, as like long this, as the, the, stu- the yeah. um, but that's different than Ari Miklat. If the branches on the outside, we go by the by the branches. Yeah. So, so they're gonna say you're asking me a question from Maser Ari Miklat Karamia. You're you're connecting these two cases, Maser Bechomatale Rachmana. So, uh, the for Maser, the whole thing is about the wall. It says once you get in the wall. Uh, then, then, it, then you're you can eat inside the wall. It's all about the wall. It's not necessarily about the tree. Um, anything that's inside the wall, it's comes to the wall. Uh, so the the city of refuge is all about where you live. 
Uh, and, and and people live; they don't live underneath uh, the tree trunk. They live underneath the uh, underneath the branches. So benofomi tarle, be karola mitarle. So that's like a nice. I think that's some logic to that. Now you understand why why it goes by the branches. Orami maaser maaser detanya. Bishleim lachachar enough. Bremikal lachachar enough. Orami maaser maaser detanya. Baser lachachar. So. Um, so there's a, there's another statement that says Yerushalayim in Maaser Sheni you go achar enough you go carrying the branches so that seems like it's uh, it's talking about Maaser Sheni there so uh, there's a statement in the Brayta in Jerusalem you go after the enough for Maaser Sheni and the city of refuge you go according to the enough the branches it seems like some machlok and on one hand you say Maaser you go by the wall wherever it's where it's the root is really uh, but here you say it's, you go after the, the the branches so what do you do with that Marav Kahana Lo Kasha Harbi Yehuda Harabanan so, Rabbi Yehuda has a statement. Rabbi Yehuda Omer Olecha Nofo. So you always go according to the, the branches. For Rabbi. I'm going to be talking about Rabbi Yehuda's approach here. And Rabbi Yehuda says, If you go by the branches, you go by the root. And we saw that played out one thing. Uh, we're going to see that how this plays out. We're going to say, Rabbi Yehuda's approach uh, will take, we'll take as an axiom that Rabbi Yehuda said what he said when we're talking about stringency in relation to to Maser Sheni. So Rabbi Yehuda says you go by the trunk, you go by the branch in relation to second tithe, second tithing. And Tosfot explains why does he say that? Why why are we considering, the Gemara is considering that his statement was said only when, in relation to a stringency in connection to uh, second tithe, tithing. We say that because we want to minimize the debate between him and Chachamim and to say that categorically he agrees you go by the trunk. But, he, but whenever you have an opportunity to apply a stringency in relation to the second tithe, second tithing, we do do that. So um, here's how it plays out. So it works nicely for Maser Shini. So if um, I'm on the third line on 12b, you bet, I'm a bet, if the branches on the inside and the trunks on the outside, so we go, we go the chumrah, we, we extend the stringent status of the branches from the inside to the the originally deemed permitted trunk on the outside. So how does this play out? Just like in relation to the um, just like in relation to the trunk, the, the branches on the inside, you couldn't redeem second tithing there. The second the second tithes there, you couldn't redeem them. Why? Because you can't redeem second tithes in Jerusalem. So too, we would extend that status from the, the branches on the inside to the, the trunk on the outside. We said you can't redeem there, even though normally you can redeem Maser Shani outside of the, the walls of Jerusalem. We say you can't do it because we'll extend it as a stringency. So, Ikarom Bifnim, but what if the trunk was on the inside and the branch on the outside? What would be the stringency there that we would learn and go by the nuf, by the, by the branches for Abi Huda? So just like you can't eat Maser Shani outside of Jerusalem, so you can't eat it underneath the branches that are outside of the walls of Jerusalem, so too you couldn't even eat it inside Jerusalem um, unless it was cool enough, uh, because um, we extend the status of the branches that makes it forbidden to eat outside Jerusalem because you can't eat Maser, it's not... Maser Shani is not redeemed outside Jerusalem. We say we extend that even into Jerusalem, where, where normally you are able to eat Maser Shani that's not redeemed. You can't do that if it's next to the trunk. 
But this approach doesn't work out nicely for the Aramee cloth, for the Seas of Refuge. If the branch, if the trunk's on the outside and the branch's on the inside, just like the branches, just so the branches are, branches are on the inside. So just like we say, we extend this status from the inside to the outside, just like in the branches, you can't kill on the outside. So even if the unintentional murder is on the outside next to the trunk, we extend the status from the inside to the outside and say that he can't be killed there. So what about, that works out okay. But what about You have a case where the trunk's on the inside and the branches on the outside. So, so what are you going to say? If you want to say that we extend always the branches status to the into the to the to the trunk, that doesn't work out here nicely. This is the problem. Just like on its branches, uh, you can you you can kill them. What are you going to say? Be karo nami matikatile agavaikai. How are you going to say that? That on the inside, um, you're going to be able to just will extend the status of the branch on the outside to. The trunk and the inside, that would be difficult because um, you come up with uh, an awkward situation or like an uncomfortable situation uh, in relation to, to our tradition that you'll be actually a, a blood avenger will be able to go inside the city of refuge and kill the unintentional murderer um, because we extend the status of, the, of that permitted status of killing outside of, of the city, uh, city of refuge to the inside, to the trunk. So that, that wouldn't work out. So... That's a problem. So we're going to come up with two, two explanations to reconcile this. Rava says, uh, everyone agrees that if the trunks on the inside and the branches are on the outside, that, and the unintentional murderer is standing at its trunk, right? Unintentional murderer is standing at its trunk. Everyone agrees that the blood redeemer may not kill him. So even if the branches on the outside... And the uh, and the trunks in the inside, uh, we say nevertheless that there's no way that the blood avenger could kill um, could kill him because we don't we don't say that. it just doesn't make sense like we said before. Um, so what are that? What is their machloket? So their machloket is in a case where the trunks on the inside again and the branches in the outside. So, sorry, I skipped something. So, again, so according to Rava, we say that if the trunk's on the inside and the branch's on the outside, so everyone agrees that you can't kill the, uh, the unintentional murderer even though the branch is on the outside because we don't extend it. But in a case where um, the unintentional murderer is standing actually on the branches that are on the outside of the of the on the outside of the city of refuge, everyone also agrees in that case that one can shoot arrows and pebbles at the individual from inside even the city of refuge and kill the unintentional murderer because they're officially out of the uh, city of refuge. So we don't go by the branches in those cases. Both agree that in the case where. Um, the blood of the unintentional murder is on the inside, next to the next to the trunk, but the branch on the outside. We say you can't, he, uh, he can't be killed because we don't go by the branch. And, and and likewise, the branch on the outside and the trunks on the inside. But the um, unintentional murder climbs on the branches. We also say there that uh, 
that you can kill, because you don't go by the branch there. The Agoladan, the Blood Avenger, can kill him and when he's on the branches because uh, we, we don't go by the branches, the Chumrah there. But where, where does their Machloket come, uh, come into play? It's a case where you have branch in the in, you have trunk on the inside, branch on the outside, but you, you, you're questioning whether you can use the tree as a stepping stone to get to the branches. Marsavar, Rabbi Yehuda says that the, the trunk, can, trunk can be a stepping stone to the branches. And Chachamim, who say not, who, who disagree with Rabbi Yehuda and say that um, we don't go by the nof, that's the explanation of nof, that we go by the um, stepping stone to the nof, according to Rabbi Yehuda. But Chachamim, they don't agree with that. They say you can't use the, the trunk as a way to get to the nof. You can only shoot arrows. Ravashi disagrees with this altogether, and he says we don't go by um, we don't go by the nof when it's uh, when it, when it. And we say that Ravashi explains Rabbi Yehuda in an even more stringent way, in an even more limited way than Rava, because we say uh, that um, Rabbi Yehuda never ever said that we go um, we go by always go by the by the by the um, by the branches. He would never say that when it came out with a leniency. So in a case where um, he, he probably wouldn't even say that the tree can be a, a stepping stone to the, um, to the branches. He would just say that we, uh, we also go by the branches, but in a case where it's a stringency. And here, it would be a leniency. So in a case where the trunk's on the inside of the uh, city of refuge and the branches on the outside, apparently, according to Rava, you could, uh, according to Rava's explanation, Rabbi Huda, you could climb on the on the tree and go um, kill the uh, the blood adventure. Could go on the, climb on the tree and go kill the um, unintentional murder that's on the branches. Apparently, according to Rav Ashi, he couldn't do that because we don't. Rabbi Huda said that we go by the branches only when it's the chumrah, when it's a stringency, and so his statement didn't apply to that case of the stepping stone.